Are you a busy mompreneur who has big dreams for your family, but you're always asking yourself, how am I going to have time to do it all? Then you're in the right place. I'm your host, Jordan Rios, productivity and mindset coach and busy mom of seven. This is the High Vibe Mompreneur Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode two of the High Vibe Mompreneur podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Rios. Welcome. I'm so excited to get to connect with you again today and to get to share with you our topic, which is this episode will actually be a two-part episode. So today we're diving into part one and our topic today is the 10 biggest lies that are holding mompreneurs back from massive success. I cannot wait. This is going to be amazing. Because my heart for you is for you to be successful. My heart for you is for you to create a life of success on your terms. That's why I create everything that I create. Because I just love mompreneurs. I am a mompreneur. And I want to share with you all of the things that I have learned and just anything that can make your life more simple, more fulfilling, and to accelerate, ex- exponentially accelerate your path to success, whatever that looks like for you, because what you define as success is totally different than what I define, what everyone out there defines as success. And that is something that you'll hear me talk about a lot. So, like I said, this is going to be a two part episode. Today, we're talking about 10 lies that mompreneurs believe that are holding them back. But today we're going to talk about the first five. On the next episode, we're going to talk about the last five. And and the reason for that is that I want to spend some time really, really unpacking each one of these. And I I just want to spend some time... While you're listening to this podcast, giving um, giving you the very best and not just giving you the cliff notes, just giving you what is really, truly going to plant some seeds in your mind that, are, that is going to give you some ideas that is going to help you to rethink some things, especially in this these two episodes. We're going to be doing a lot of rethinking. We're going to be doing a lot of heavy lifting. So get comfortable, get to where you can, uh, maybe you're driving, maybe you're folding laundry or washing dishes or whatever you do when you're listening to a podcast. If you need to re-listen to this podcast and take notes after this podcast is over, feel free to do that. You have all the access here and I just hope that you can glean a lot from what I'm about to share. So... Um, and you know, like I said, maybe you didn't listen to episode one. If you're new to this podcast, hopefully, since this is just the second episode, you've had time to get to know me, but just in case you're brand new, um, I just want to give you a little, before I dive into the first five laws, I want to give you a little bit of introduction to who I am and what I do. So, like I said, my name is Jordan Rios. I'm a single mom to six kids. I'm currently, um, also pregnant with number seven, who is due in November. Um, I am a coach for mompreneurs, 
and I help them to create more time for their business, which also creates more money without the mom guilt. And mom guilt is big for all moms. And there's like another another extra layer of it for mompreneurs who are building a business. Um, if you know, you know. <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably a mompreneur. And if you're a mompreneur, it goes without saying, you know the struggle with mom guilt. So at this po- in this podcast, in this space, we are kicking mom guilt to the curb. Mom guilt does not have our permission to exist in this space. Now, that doesn't mean if you're struggling with mom guilt that there is something wrong with you. It means you are a woman and a mother living in the 21st century, which is an unhealthy overall society to be for mothers to exist. It's just we're under attack. We are being assaulted at every angle from within and from without. You know what I mean. But here in this space, we are here to affirmatively declare that mom guilt does not have to be our reality, that we can live abundant lives as mothers without trying to be super moms, without giving in to the lies of mom guilt. And I just want to shout it from the rooftops. I'm living this reality. I know lots of other mompreneurs who are walking in this glorious truth. So, but, you know, that's not what we're here to talk about today. We're here to talk about the lies. So, and um, I'm going to get into some other things later on in the show about my business. I've told you about a little bit about my personal life um, and about, you know, I'm a coach. Um, I create courses. I have this podcast. Um, Later on in the show, I'm going to tell you about some things I've got coming later on um, towards towards the fall of 2023 and the spring of 2024. And they may be things in addition to this podcast that you might be interested in. So, without any more um, introductions or comments, I'd like to dive into these lies. So, let's dive into lie number one. Are you ready? Okay. The first lie that mompreneurs believe that is holding them back from massive success is it is impossible to run a profitable business if you have young children. I cannot tell you how many times I've heard this from coaching clients, from people in my audience, from friends who are mompreneurs of young children and who are trying, who are burning the candle at both ends, who are burnt out, who wonder how much longer they can keep doing this, who like I said, have that extra layer of guilt because they're spending even more time away from their children and they wonder if it's even paying off. They don't see the dollar signs going up in their business and they're questioning, is this worth it? Is this possible? Because we all know that young children especially, not just all children need us. All of our children need us, whether they're they're elementary school age, if they're teenagers or preteens, if they're adults and have already left your home, you're always needed as a mom. You're always going to be their mom. But when you have babies, toddlers, preschool kids, I think we can all agree that they just need you a little bit more, a lot more actually. And they're only little once and they're only little for such a short amount of time. And if you're like me, let me tell you what it was like when I was first building my business. 
I started building my business in the beginning of 2020. I was pregnant with my fifth child. My oldest child was, let's see, six years old. So I had four children, six and under, who were at home with me. I was also working full time outside the home. I was a teacher, a public school teacher. So, yeah, I know what it's like to be thinking to yourself, I barely see my kids and here I'm doing this thing. What am I thinking? So why did I even do it in the first place? Well, because I had bigger dreams for my family because I wanted to leave my job. I didn't want to work for someone else. I wanted to do work that was meaningful. I didn't want to get paid a salary from someone else that I could. I had no control over if I worked harder or worked longer the salary was already dictated. I couldn't, there was only so far I could advance. And I wanted to do work that I wanted to be my own boss, but I wanted to do work that was in, completely in line to my heart's values. I wanted to build my dreams, not someone else's dreams. And if you're working for someone else, you're not building your dreams. You're building someone else's dreams. Not to say that you, there aren't people out there who are meant to be nurses in a hospital or teachers in a school, or working in a law firm, or working in graphic design, or working um, in whatever job. You know, we have to have those jobs. But I, I think it's safe to say if you're listening to this podcast, you see the value in entrepreneurship. That is something that you either have, or you desire to have, or you desire to grow in. So, um, you know, I, when I was first building my business and it was, it was immensely difficult because I didn't go in, I went into it with a lot of ambition, a lot of dreams, a lot of drive. I was going for that dream. I was chasing toddlers and chasing dreams, just like that hashtag says, but I wish looking back now, I wish I would have taken into account statistically how long it takes to build a business and that it is totally normal to not make money your first couple of years and to have failed launches repeatedly. That is just, that doesn't happen to every single entrepreneur, but it happens to most of us. And that's just a part of the journey. And that if, and, and also that, if, if I embrace that, that's going to put me so much closer to success. If you, you have to start somewhere, you have to have those experiences to acquire and to develop the integrity that is going to carry you into the next phase of success and to later phases of success, because that takes you have to be able to carry the weight of that success. And as beginners, we're not equipped with that. But the beginning, you have to start at the beginning. You can't just dive in and expect to hit success in your second month. I mean, some people do. But a lot of times when those people do that, they've been doing something else first. And they've made a pivot. Typically, it takes a while. But, you know, what it's like to run a profitable business with profitable business with young children um, you constantly feel like work-life balance is an evasive thing. And you and what that looks like is you feel like you're not being a good mother to your young children because of the demands of growing your business. And you feel like you're not growing your business because of all the interruptions of having young children. So you feel like you're shooting yourself in the foot no matter what you do. Am I right? Does this ring a bell with you?
So that's what I hear from so many mompreneurs who are on the verge of quitting, who have quit, who are thinking about getting in, into it. You've been hurt by your by just failure, by your own sense of inadequacy, by trying and not getting what you wanted. And let's be real, that time with your children is precious. That's not something you're willing to part with. But let's look at, I would like to share just from myself why I chose to start the business when I did. Because I didn't want to wait until my children were older to start the business. Because when they were older, when they were elementary school age and middle school age, I wanted to already have my business running so that I could enjoy those years with my children. I didn't want to wait until they were grown and wait one to two decades before I started experiencing that level of success financially and with time freedom and with location freedom and with being able to serve the people that I know that I'm called to serve with my unique message. I didn't want to wait until my kids were older. I wanted, I felt like that it was always my belief that my business and my motherhood are both extensions of who I am. I still hold to that belief. I tell that to everyone. But I wanted my kids to all be a part of it. And this kind of surprises people when I tell them this. But even to this day, most of the time when I'm running my business, I don't always have childcare. I have my kids around me when I'm on my laptop, when I'm doing things. If you watch any of my live videos on Instagram or Facebook or YouTube, you will see, you will hear my kids in the background. You will hear me saying, hang on just a second. I'm almost done. Or I'll say to the camera, I'm, I've got to get off here. My kids are here. I'm not afraid to jump on a live video. Some people may be, that may be something that totally terrifies you. I get it. It's not something you have to do if it's not you. I'm not afraid to jump on a live video with my kids in my lap or playing in the background. And some people wonder how in the world you get anything done that way. What works for me does not work for everyone. And what works for you may not work for me. But that's the beauty of entrepreneurship. You can create your work life the way you want it to be. You can do what works for you. And sometimes you just have to do it that way. Sometimes you figure out what works for you because you don't have a choice. You, you're, saying, you're saying, well, I'd like to do things. Ideally, I'd like to get my work done this way and get this much done. But you know what? If you wait till everything's perfect, you'll never start. Done is better than perfect. And sometimes you just have to get the job done and put it out there without it being perfect. In fact, I'd say that's every time. And perfection is a coping mechanism. Um, I think it's something we hide behind because we're afraid to put our real selves out there and that will hold you back. So back to this lie, it is impossible to run a business if you have young children. Let's reframe that. Let's take that lie and replace it with something that is 100% true. And that truth is we live in a universe of limitless possibilities. And if you can dream it, then it's possible for you. It is within the realm of possibilities for you. That's not just some pothy saying that is 100% true. If you don't believe me or if you're more curious to learn more about what I just said, I encourage you to Google quantum physics, Google, Google or look up, go on YouTube, look up how your beliefs 
are actually self-fulfilling prophecies and what you choose to believe is actually what is true. We're getting we're getting deep here and I don't apologize for that. On this podcast we go deep. And I I just I want to hear from you guys. I want to hear your feedback, how this has impacted you, what other questions you have so that I can create content on my next episode for you. So, we live in a universe of limitless possibilities. It is totally and if that is true, it is 100% possible to run a profitable business from home even with young children and your success is not dependent on getting some little social media strategy perfectly or aligning to the algorithm or creating the perfect funnel. Those are all part of the process and they're important, but you can do all that and still run in circles and be on a merry-go-round of failure and not making any money and then wondering, well, what did I do wrong? It's your belief system. If your beliefs are self-fulfilling prophecies and deep down you believe your mental reel that's playing in your mind is it's impossible to run a profitable business and have young children, it will be impossible for you. It will be impossible. You will run into brick wall after brick wall after brick wall. So my advice to you is to get your mind right. And we're going to go deeper into that, not on this episode, but in future episodes, I'm going to walk you through some things that you can do right away today to try to shift your mindset. But the first thing to do is to get rid of this belief, get rid of the belief that it is impossible to run a business, a profitable business. If you have young children, because what you believe will be your reality. And if you start to change your, just that belief that I live in a universe of limitless possibilities, if I can imagine running a small, running a profitable business with young children, then I know it is possible and it can be true. So, There you go. Okay, lie number two. Let's move on to our next one. Are you ready? So the second lie that holds mompreneurs back from massive success is if I hustle or work harder, I'll be more successful and have more money. Now, wait a minute, Jordan. What are you talking about? What are you getting into? What do you mean if I if it's a lie that if I work harder, I'll be more successful and have more money? Come on. We are Americans, most of us listening to us, listening to this podcast. I mean, I'm sure not everyone listening to us lives in America or is an American, but I'm an American. And in our country, we value individualism. We value hard work. We value pulling yourself up from your bootstraps and rags to riches and creating that identity. And, you know, hard work gets you to success. Well, does it? Does it? How's that working out for you right now? How much are you hustling right now? And how is that getting you to the level of success that you desire? Do you feel like you're on a hamster wheel? Let me put it to you like this. If hard work and hustle were directly correlated to the measure of success that you have, why isn't every woman in Africa a billionaire? Okay, have you ever thought about that? Have you thought how much they struggle just to survive, how much hard work they have to do just to survive and they're barely surviving and they're working harder than all of us? Okay, I mean, there is no let me just say this. There is no correlation between hustle and success. Did she really just say that? Then why am I hustling? Then what do I do? Oh, my goodness. Well, hold on just a minute. So 
if hustle and hard work is not directly correlated to success, if there's no correlation, then how do you become successful? Well, let's go right back to what we just said five minutes ago when we were talking about lie number one. It all goes back to your mindset. Your mindset is where success begins. If you don't start there, you will hustle and hustle and hustle and hustle yourself to death with nothing to show for it. Okay, so let's talk about mindset. Let's talk about some what I like, what commonly a lot of people call limiting beliefs. What is a limiting belief? What do you mean, Jordan? What's a limiting belief? Well, a limiting belief is a belief that you hold in your mind, whether it's consciously or subconsciously. You may not even realize you're believing it. It could be a subconscious belief you've had since your childhood or that you've been conditioned to believe because of how you grew up or your society or whatever. But it, regardless, it is a belief that you hold to be true that is holding you back. That's why it's called limiting, limiting belief. Now, you can change your beliefs. You can change, just like if you believe right now, if I hustle or work harder, I'll be more successful and have more money. If that's what you believe right now, you're free to change your beliefs. This is not an absolute truth. Just like number one is not an absolute truth. This is also something that is not an absolute truth. So you're like, okay, Jordan, so how do I get more money? If hustling is not going to get me there, what do I do? You engage in a lifestyle of mindset work, of leveling up in your mind, your conscious mind and your subconscious mind, but especially your subconscious mind. Did you know that your subconscious mind is responsible of not for 95% of your outcomes? Your conscious mind, where you do your cognitive thinking, is only responsible for 5%. So that's something to chew on. That's something that we will dive deeper in into a later in a later episode. Um, I'm not going to go into that in a lot of depth right here, but hold on to that. We're going to get to that later. So, um, what do you when I say changing your beliefs, and I'm specifically talking about money? What do you believe about money? About hustling and money? Um, what do you believe? Do you believe that money doesn't grow on trees? Do you believe that money is evil? Do you believe that money is hard to come by? If you believe these things, it doesn't matter how hard you work. Money will evade you. Money is energy. And um, I'm not going to get too deep into this in this episode. We will go towards talking about the laws of the universe and how that impacts um your what's what you see in your life but I want to say this every circumstance you see in your life that whether you're happy about it you're not happy about it circumstances are neutral it's not they're not good or bad but whatever you see going on outside in your life is your reflection of what's going on in your mind so if you want to fix the outside fix the inside first and this takes time this is a process it, it does you know let me say that. It is it is a process. It is a lifestyle. It's something that you just have to make part of your routine is working on your mind, working on yourself. That's why we call it personal development. But sometimes I think when we think about personal development, we think about working on ourselves on the inside. We start thinking, oh, well, there's so much work to be done on the inside. There's so much mindset work to be done. It's going to be months before I get through this. It's going to be years before I get through this. No, not necessarily. You will, when you start working on it, you'll see glimmers. 
you'll see milestones. You'll experience that. And sometimes even after one afternoon of personal development, you can see you can see tiny successes. But if you just do it once or twice and then you're like, okay, where's all the money coming in? That's like going to work out one time and then stepping on the scale and being like, oh, well, I didn't lose any weight. What's wrong with this program? There's nothing wrong. You just have to make it part of your lifestyle. So I just want to encourage you, rethink that lie about hustling and success and money because the bottom line that I want to leave you with is you can hustle all day long and there is a place for doing things. I'm not just saying it's all mindset work that you just have to shift your mindset and the dollars are just going to roll into your bank account. No, there are aligned actions that you have to take to get those things. There's a lot of them. You're not going to know what those actions are if you don't do the mindset work, if you don't get in touch with your innate intuitive wisdom. And when you, but when you do that, you will know what your work is supposed to be for the day because we all have the same 24 hours. How come more people, there's people who are immensely successful in those 24 hours and people who feel like they didn't do anything even though they were busy the entire time? Hello, that's mom life, typical mom life. I mean, we, we feel like we're constantly on the go, constantly doing things, constantly hustling, whether it's in motherhood and homemaking or in business, but we're just stagnant or slowly inching along and it's just burdensome and it's tiresome and it's not sustainable. I want to encourage you to do the mindset work that I'm going to stay tuned to this podcast, subscribe to this podcast. I promise you, you will get a lot of that here. And then do the aligned actions. That's going to show you in the time that you have to work on your business exactly what is going to move you forward. So let's move on to number three. So we've already done number one, number two, number three. I don't have enough time to create or run or grow an online business. Ooh, we're getting time, getting into time now. This is something that is absolutely a part of a part of everything that I teach online that I coach about is let's go back to limiting beliefs. You can have limiting beliefs about money. You can have limiting beliefs about yourself, about anything really. But I see all the time people, moms, women having limiting beliefs about time. Have you ever taken that into account? Do you have limiting beliefs about time? Well, Jordan, what are you talking about? A limiting belief about time let me give you an example of one. I don't have enough time to fill in the blank. I wish I had more time. If only I had more time. Anything that you say, remember, remember that our thoughts are self-fulfilling prophecies. So if our thoughts and our words are basically what our thoughts are, if we say or think Anything that begins with, I don't have enough time. If that's a self-fulfilling prophecy, guess what's going to happen? You're not going to have enough time. You are literally speaking your reality into existence or thinking your reality into existence if it exists only in your mind. So, but you're like, Jordan, but I don't have enough time. But Jordan, I'm so busy. Let's go back to the mindset. Let's go back to the law. 
do you what can you before you take any actions before you start reading books about organization and time management and productivity and you're looking for the five tips that are going to help you up level your business that you can start today not that that's a bad thing not that you shouldn't do those things but before you get on that hamster wheel again let's look at your beliefs what can you replace that with? What can you replace I don't have enough time with? I'm going to give you a suggestion. I want to see. I want you to try it on, see how it feels. Instead of saying I don't have enough time to whatever, I have plenty of time to do that thing. Every time you catch yourself thinking I don't have enough time to grow my business, how about this? I have plenty of time to grow my business. How does that feel? What what kind of reaction do you experience in your body when you think that as opposed to I don't have enough time to run my business? Are you go are you maybe possibly going from defeat to hope? Friend, that's what motivation is made of is shifting your perspective. If you are struggling right now with no motivation to do the things that you, you know you need to do to move forward in your business, but you're just not motivated to do them, how about you shift one thought and see if that tiny change makes a huge, massive change over time. If it pushes you forward today and the next day and the next day and you start seeing changes, that, my friend, is sustainable growth. And that's where we all have to start. Okay. All righty then. I hope you guys are having fun. We are going deep. We are taking inventory. We are taking stock and we are making massive changes. I hope that this has caused you to have some enlightening thoughts, but we're not done yet. That's only three. I told you there'd be five today. And then pretty soon we're going to go over the next five, the next episode. So let's go to number four. The lie the fourth lie that mompreneurs believe that is holding them back from massive success is. When I start making steady money, then I'll hire help. That is so counterintuitive. Aren't all the things that I've said today, aren't they all like huge, massive, like things that you've always thought were true? And you're like, that doesn't even sound right, Jordan. Well, let me tell you about why I say that is a lie. It's a mistake, really. It's a mistake to think when I start making steady money, then I'll hire help. I thought this, guys. I thought this for a long time, so I did everything myself. And I'm not, and when I say help, help can be whatever you need help with. It can be a virtual assistant, which I highly recommend. And you may think, but Jordan, how am I going to pay for it? How am I going, when I don't have the disposable income to pay for it, how is that possible? What are you talking about? This is something that I teach in my course that is coming out in October called the Mompreneur Academy. Shameless plug. So I teach you exactly where to go to find affordable help, how to train that help, what to do. But it doesn't have to be a virtual assistant. You can hire out your laundry. You can hire childcare. You can hire someone to run errands for you. Whatever you need help with. And when and a lot of people, when I start talking about the business side of it, hiring a virtual assistant, well, I don't know what I'd have my virtual assistant do. Well, I don't know how to lead a team. Well, I don't know what, what jobs to give them. I don't have time to train them. I don't want to delegate anything because I like being in control of everything. Well, how is that working for you now? 
Are you getting the things done? What are you exchanging? How much money could you be making if you paid someone else to do the things that you don't have to do? That's an interesting thought. I'm going to go out. I'm going to tell you something that's going to blow your mind. When you start delegating those things that you don't have to do, writing emails, answering emails, creating social media posts, data entry, um, anything that is not like basically your face in front of a camera or your or you, you coaching your clients or whatever, those things that you need to do for your business, everything else up to, up to everything else. You don't have to delegate everything, but if you could just delegate a few things, how many hours would that take off your plate? If you weren't the ones creating, going into Canva and creating all of your social media posts and spending hours on that, and that's, it's important, you need to do it, but it's not exactly an income-producing activity. You can easily have someone else do that. How much more money is that going to make you in the long run because of the time that you're now freed up to have to devote to more important things i'm telling you when you hire someone before you ever start making money you will start making more money and making it faster and that's science right there that's not my opinion that is something that is you could i encourage you to do your research don't take my word for it do your research so i encourage you to hire help and when and when it comes to hiring help at home Again, this is something that I go into great detail and walk you through step-by-step, hand-in-hand in my course, launching in October, the Mompreneur Academy. How do you know what to delegate at home to someone else that they can do? Well, what same principle applies. What are the things that only you can do that are important to you? I want you to think about that. Okay. We're going to go to our last lie, our last mistake that holds mompreneurs back from massive success. Last one for today is number five. I don't know how to teach anything online. I'm stuck with building my business because I don't feel qualified to teach anything. Well, if you believe that you don't that you don't know how to teach anything, any thought or any, let me just give you a, a quick hint, a quick cheat sheet hint okay any any thought that begins with i don't know is a limiting belief it is holding you back so let's shift that instead of saying i don't know fill in the blank let's say i choose to know and then finish that sentence so let's let's recreate let's reframe that lie with i choose to know instead of i don't know how to teach anything online i choose to know how to teach something online how does that feel? Does that pique your curiosity? Instead of stopping you in your tracks and keeping you stuck in a cycle of defeat, does that kind of pique your curiosity and, and kind of get your brain juices flowing in the direction of, well, maybe I could teach this. Maybe I could kind of sit down and brainstorm ways. I know how to do this. I mean, let me ask you something. If you're stumped on this, if you don't know, if you feel like you don't know what to teach online, you don't feel like you have anything to offer. What's something that people always ask you how to do? You could be charging money for that. If everyone's asking you, well, how do you do this? Maybe you're fluent in French and everybody's asking you, well, I wish I could speak another language. Charge them money. Create a course. Get out there and market it. 
well, I don't know how to sell. Learn it. If this is your dream, if your dream is to be a mompreneur, these are skills that you're going to need to learn. And the, so and the sooner you stop telling yourself, I don't know, you are going to be so much further in your journey to success and to making money and to having time freedom and to making your dreams come true with your family if you can get rid of those beliefs. It all starts and ends with beliefs. And the actions that come are the right actions because you did the inner work first. And you are doing the things that you need to do in the limited time that you have. Guys, this is huge. So, well, we are about 36 minutes into this podcast and ish, 36-ish minutes. And I'm just, I'm hoping that I'm hoping that you can take what we've talked about today and really digest it and really do some reflection on it. Get your journal out and write down your thoughts pertaining to what I've said today. If you're driving and you can just kind of, or doing something that you can't do that right now, maybe later, just reflect on what we talked about. And as you're reflecting, ask yourself, what actions can I take right away? Don't wait. What actions can I take right away that are going to move my needle towards success? Even if it's just a two degree shift in six months, that two degree shift is going to be put you in a totally different place than you would be right now if you had not taken any action at all. Our success is built on a thousand two degree shifts daily, and we can only do them one at a time. So I just want to leave you with that. And I also want to encourage you, if you have not subscribed to this podcast, please subscribe. If this has been meaningful, please leave a review for me. I love to read those reviews. Those are really helpful. And also, like I mentioned, I'm going to include in the show notes um, a link to the wait list. I'm having um, to Mompreneur Academy. Um, I'll get that up there. And then also, if you're looking for something free to invest in right now to kind of get to know me better, um, to just learn a little bit before you invest in something paid on August 31st, I'm having a free webinar at five o'clock PM Eastern time called creating more time for your business for busy mompreneurs. It's just an hour of your time that you're going to learn some free stuff. What's not to love about that. So I'll include those in the show notes. Um, you can follow me in all the places on Facebook. I'm Jordan M. Rios. Um, on Instagram, Jordan M. Rios. I'm also on TikTok and YouTube. So I would just love to get to know you. Please feel free to reach out to me anytime. And I will see you very soon with the rest of this list of misconceptions and lies that are holding mompreneurs back. I hope to see you and hear from you soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning into this podcast. If this show has been meaningful to you, I hope you'll subscribe. And it would mean so much to me if you would take the time to leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this podcast. I take the time to read every single review I get, and they mean so much to me. And your reviews also help this podcast to get into the hands of more listeners and for more people to hear this message. So on that note, Thank you so much, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.